welcome to this new episode of the Photo Collective uh, Dialogues uh, podcast. Um, just a small intro uh, first to say that the sound might be a little bit different because I'm experimenting with some new microphones for some of the projects linked to the podcast. Um, so trying it with the intro and the extra. Um, also, after the dialogue I will have with Nate from Brisbane in Australia, uh, where he talks about his inspiration, his discovery of photography, his inspirations, and how it uh, has an impact in his life, and also a little bit about the future uh, of his creations. Um, at the end, I will be talking about three festivals, photo festivals going on right now, um, and also a little bit more about the project podcast, uh, this project named Matter, where I actively, actually... Uh, try to create something without the inspiration, um, some photo project, and you kind of see where, where I'm going and what I'm going through. That's the most important, so quite experimental. Um, again, uh, linked to my own level of expertise, uh, so you might be more advanced, you might be less. Uh, I think it's an interesting experiment, at least uh, I feel it is for me. Um, so you'll find all of this at the end of the dialogue uh, at around uh, a little less than 15 minutes. So uh, uh, here it is um, to catch you, catch you after. And now the dialogue with Nate. Super happy today to have Nate uh, online for this dialogue. I discovered your work looking at uh, the works made with a specific lens, which I like, which is a Leica Summerit 50mm 1.5. I thought your, your work was quite interesting and wanted to know a little bit more about, about your reasons of photography. I'm, I'm really honored to be on your podcast, of course, yeah. Oh, it's Thank my pleasure. So it's definitely the same here. I think it was, it was a way for me to, to be creative outside of work, basically. Because I, I do, I do like a repetitive jobs. Basically, it's like every day is similar, and you get mm. bored of it. And and photography is a way for me to go out and and just do do the things that I like to do, and like just be myself and just think about the shot, take take my time, and just mm. basically seeing people smile and take pictures of them. I think that's my my main. Mm. Yeah, because it's it's interesting. Your your work really goes from. You you have personal moments. You you take photos of cars, of food, uh, yeah, of landscapes. You do lots of candid photography, street photography. Yeah. You really go in many directions. Is it because of what you're saying here? You're, you're trying to escape into a more creative space. Yeah, or? yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Well, I I started off without any camera, just using my phone, taking pictures of my friend wherever we go, right? And then after a while, I got into like uh, uh Leica. Everything is so manual. I have to like slowly taking my time to adjust the light, adjust the focus and the aperture, the ISO and all that like technical stuff. I was like, maybe what? let's try something new. So I got a Sony camera, which is like all like, you know, fancy with the autofocus and all that. So I did, I did car photography as well because I wanted maybe I can get paid doing it. You know, you can do what you love and get paid for, for, for what mm. you do. So I kind of, did that car photography a little bit get paid like, like uh, maybe 40 50 bucks along the way when i go to the car meets mm-hmm. and then just show off of like my um photoshop skill my editing skill and now i'm back to the leica again because it's like it's so it's so desensitized you don't have to think about it just click 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 when you come back to leica you have to be in the moment you have to wait for the, the perfect moment you wait for the people to walk across that line and then you take a picture 
for you, the process is really kind of the most important part of the image construction, of yeah. the way you, you live the image. Why originally did you go to the Leica uh, camera? Oh, it's, um, it was my king in my country before, before I moved to Australia. I was in Thailand before. My old, my old, my former king has the Leica camera and it was the best thing ever. I saw the picture he took. He went out to do some like helping other people and all that. I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to get that. So mm. I worked really hard and finally I got it. it it's like, it, there's, there's nothing like it. I don't know how to explain it. When, when you, when you hold the camera, it, there's nothing like it. And I'm a bit of a control freak myself. Yeah. I like to be able to control everything. In, in like it's like the only thing that I control in my life is to holding like a camera because everything is up to me. In your photos, when you when you take your pictures, what what's the decisive moment? How do you choose your photos? Um, <laughs> I I think about well five percent of the pictures I took, only only those five percent get published because, mm. like I took like I say a hundred pictures, only five would, would be good. I only pick the one that's like in focus and like good symmetrical. Because I, ha I have that in me, yeah. I discovered you through a really specialized lens, and and the summer at fifty is is got a really interesting rendering. Was it by luck that you used this lens, or I have a lot of like, not not to brag, but I have a lot of lenses with Leica, mm. and most of the new ones are basically sharp and it has to be like perfect and all that. But that particular lens has the um, the soft effect. That I never used it before in my life, and it's like artsy, artsy lens. I, I love that that feeling of like using it to create the old school China like style. And yeah, it's definitely with this uh, circular bokeh behind, yeah, this super shallow depths of field. You, you were saying you used the Sony for the car photos. Yeah, have you have you thought about using your uh, Leica camera? I did, but. It's like it's moving object, right? I can't really. It's got to be quick. It's like most of the events, like a lot of people walking past and the cars moving. I can't. I can't be missing those shots. If it's like professional work, yeah, like people are gonna buy that picture. I, I can't like fully rely on my hand to be focusing. How do you see photography in in your life since you've started taking pictures? Do you think it has had a big impact on your own personality or? I'm an old thinker as well. So when I go out and take pictures, I, I can like, I feel so calm doing it. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't have to think about anything. I can just forget about everything and just focus on what things I want to take, conversation, the light. Like I'm thinking about all these numbers in my head, the time of the day, the, the sunlight coming down, the sun coming up. Like that's the only thing that I'm focusing on. Let's say I have like a bad day at work. I would just come home and drive out, take pictures and just forget about it. The mindfulness, uh, Uh, effect yeah. uh, of taking pictures how do people around you uh, feel about your photography i think most of my friends are really happy for me because they've, they've seen my work and they're like you know what well, let me be a model or something and i was like sure mm. i'll do it but i'm not i'm not sure i'm gonna be good at it but i'll mm. do it i would meet some random people along the way and on the street you know they would just come up to me and be like hey can can i pause in front of your camera and all that i just take pictures of them and sometimes we exchange like instagram I just mm -hmm. send them the pictures and be like, wow, that's really cool. Thank you so much. And all that. It's like the best feeling. It's like giving someone is always the best feeling. In, in your photos, when you, when you do street photography, do you, as you said before, just go and take pictures or do you plan it in, a little bit in advance? Basically, I, if I want to, I just go out and start walking and that's it. But mm -hmm. I, I have a space, like, you know, you know, you take a picture yourself. It's like 
that certain time that light is like really good i will just go out in that time and other than that i won't go i i hate taking pictures of people like head on like like in front of them let like they know that i'm taking pictures of them i think more most of the time will be me and my partner that we go out together she would have she would have my sony and i would have the like sometimes we switch i can't really comment on her work yeah. I'll get I'll get matched for it. <laughs> okay. It seems like you're you found photography is a way for you to get into mindfulness to to enjoy discovering new people. When you take your portraits there's some really great intimacy in in the works you've done. How how do you approach those? That's a that's a good question. Um I think I only take pictures like like head on with the people that I I know and I love. And I think If if the people that I take pictures of them are comfortable with me, I think it would just come out naturally. I would just let that happen uh, in in that moment entirely. So let's say if they're feeling like they they're not happy or they're sad, I'll just take a picture of of what they are feeling at that moment. Yeah, But I'm not going to force people to like ah. Oh, Please smile a little bit more, even though they're sad and all that. Yeah. How do you see the importance of the equipment you use? Uh... I had this argument with my partner so many times because you know Leica is not an you know an affordable um, camera gear to to say the least. She she was the one that said to me that is it's not about what you use; it's about the person behind the camera, how you how you view the world, how you see everything through the lens. I think it is important to get. The certain uh, gear, the for the right place and right situation, but it's not as important as how you think of what you wanna represent that picture to be. Still need the right tool. Yeah, you still need yeah. the right tool of of what the style or the feeling you're going for. That's what I only spend most of my money on the glass, the the camera body. I don't really um, change that much. We we I think we're at the point where. Every new iPhone is basically going to be similar to the last one. Did you get what I mean? Mm. But but then the the feeling of that uh, that lens somehow makes a big difference. But when you take a picture out of picture of the the Leica lens, most people can tell that it's not normal lens. There's mm. a character into it. I, I, it's just amazing how how they do it. The Leica you you told before that. Uh... The importance of how you saw your king with uh, Aleka. What kind of experience was it the first time you you held your own oh, camera? I was uh, my hands were sweating to touch it because it was so expensive at the time, and I I just couldn't wait to go out and take pictures. I would take pictures with everything, uh, the cup in my room, the table. <laughs> I would go out take pictures of dogs, and I think I think at the time when I bought a camera, we were planning to go overseas in Japan. That was uh, the big decision. That's why I bought the the camera, mm. and I just went all out taking pictures every day in Japan. Mm. That was and, the best feeling. How do you see now the process of traveling? Do you want to tell stories through photography? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I I I bring my camera almost everywhere. If I, you know, besides going to grocery and all that, but if I go somewhere that's like far away from my house. Or like going to the city, go to the beach. I always bring my camera. Do you have a, a project coming up uh, with photography, or have you seen recently something super interesting? Oh, oh, definitely. I think I would try to get into the contest, trying to send my work for the world to see, see where that gets me. And if I can, you know, do this as a full time job as being a photographer, getting sponsored, I think 
that would be the best thing that could could have happened to me. I thank you so much for for this small moment uh, of dialogue. And yeah, we're gonna follow. I'll put all the information below, of course, below the the podcast in the description. We'll follow the future of your work. Thank you so much for and, having me. Yeah, and and see you soon. Welcome back for the second part of the podcast. So this week, uh, um, I will be first talking about three festivals. Um, one that actually should be starting the day the podcast is out. Uh, that's the Barcelona Experimental Photo Festival. Uh, it will be going on from the 19th to the 23rd of July in Barcelona. Uh, but it also has... I mean, if you can't go to Spain, it also has online um, an online program with eight workshops, uh, 18 conferences, which you can um, hang on to. Um, it's a festival that's meant to expand the vision um, and the techniques linked to experimental photography uh, practices. It's for all levels. So if you're able to go to Barcelona and check it out in real, uh, there's exhibitions, conferences, workshops, parties, food. Um, that's going to be a really uh, cool uh, festival to go to. I, I wish I was going, actually, um, uh, but have some friends that are there. Um, you can check everything online on the website, and, and they, you can also check by technique. Uh, so they have uh, extensive uh, talks about uh, and resources about cyanotypes, uh, wet collodion, uh, resinotype, experimental polaroid. Um, digital experimental video too, collages, and lots of other techniques uh, that you could actually link to experimental photography. So that, that's the first festival, the, the Barcelona Experimental Photo Festival. Um, then um, another festival I wanted to point out that's uh, in Middle Italy. Uh, it's just south of Florence and north of Rome. It's a festival that has been going on since 2011, the Cortona uh, festival uh, for photography. Uh, it's, it actually privileges uh, unpublished or, and original works uh, in contemporary photography. Uh, it opened on July 3rd, uh, 13th um, with four days of talks, portfolio lectures, uh, etc. Um, so that's passed, but uh, it still has exhibitions until September, September 3 and with limited uh, content and times uh, till October 10. So if you're going around Super interesting um, uh, festival with collective works, but also individual photographers, uh, some local, some less known, but some more known like Larry Fink or uh, Chauncey Hare. Um, so you should check check maybe the website online and, and go see this quite a large list of interesting works and photographers uh, in contemporary photography. Um, a third, uh, I'm all Europe right now uh, for festivals, but uh, a third festival going on is uh, Photo Ireland uh, 2023. Uh, it's a little late for this 14th edition uh, in Dublin, it has been uh, going on since 2010. Um, it's uh, so Photo Ireland 2023 revolutions from the 30th of June to the 23rd of July. So it's still going on if you if you want to go check it out, if you have the option um, or if you live around there. Uh, the fair, there was a fair, it started with a fair that ended on the 16th, but the exhibits are still on. Uh, quite an interesting uh, panel and a number of artists uh, invited by the selection, by a selection of curators uh, for contemporary with a focus on Irish photography. Um, it's, also, it's also a testing ground for artists and curators to, to see how they can create new photographic works and, and also for Irish audiences to, to gain a broader understanding of 
what it is, uh, what's contemporary photography. I think um, that's a problem we have all over the world where photography has really became become a medium uh, for the masses, but maybe it's contemporary photography is not that well understood or known because it's quite um, reachable, uh, I guess. Uh, you just need a few bases and and something that you your mind and your heart likes. So, um, yeah, it really is an interesting festival that promotes a critical conversation around photography and visual culture. So there's, there's for example, uh, works on, on quite in the trend of times, but uh, on blackness. And also it has also the, the art book fair, the Tsundoku art book fair, um, that's uh, also in Dublin, everything's in Dublin. Uh, um, and yeah, go, go check the, the website. Otherwise, um, let's go directly, let's not make it too long, um, about uh, the project podcast. This uh, project, project where I try to show in real life what it is to create a uh, photography project. Uh, here in the sense that I didn't really need that project, I already have other projects going on which I have already difficulties um, getting more mature. Um, but I thought it would be interesting to start something uh, from nil. Um, and the idea is uh, I need to create a work that talks about the problem with inspiration, how you built a project and where do you go. And, and so this week, not much more to, to the core of the project itself. Going towards the publication, you've probably seen online uh, the photos of the first pages. I'm not sure it's that interesting right now, but that's what I've got. And I got kind of stuck with reading haikus and I think there's something there. So last, last time I talked to you about the project, I was reading these Japanese haikus from the 17th century. Um, there's something I will expand there, I think. It's, it, it kind of suddenly really means something to me, makes sense inside me. Might change in the future, we'll see. That's part of the project. Um, but visually, I got kind of stuck, looked at the photos I did recently in my archives. Not really sure in what direction to go, so that's probably something that most of you do already when you're lacking inspiration. You turn yourself to gear. So that's a camera, that's a Hasselblad 500CM. I've had that, for those who know, I, I really test loads of equipment. I wanted to test this one for a future uh, video. So yay, so here it is. Um, it's not really my kind of photography, not really my kind of camera. I loaded it with some Metropolis um, film, a film I, I had um, kickstarted also a, a few years back uh, from Lomography. And I'm going to try to shoot with this Hasselblad camera, see what comes out of it. And maybe I'll find some inspiration for the future of this book about inspiration and photography uh, from that film. So we'll see. And here, see you next time.